It's the Ides of March edition for the week ending March 15, 2015, and California is getting the warning. I'm Jamie Sudler. I'm Franny Halperin, and it's This Week in Water. This week we begin with the same warning that was issued more than 2,000 years ago, Beware the Ides of March. But instead of an impending assassination, today the caution is being sounded about the condition of California's water supplies. Writing in the LA Times, Jay Famietti, the senior water scientist at NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory, warns that California is drying up. There's only about one year's worth of water in California's reservoirs. And the backup plan of pulling up groundwater is rapidly becoming infeasible, as overdrilling has led to severe depletion. The NASA scientist is recommending immediate action, including mandatory water rationing. But as this warning is made, local governments have been reluctant to enforce water restrictions. There is at least one exception. Santa Cruz has issued $1.6 million in fines, leading to a 30% decrease in usage during last year. According to the Associated Press, Los Angeles sent more than 5,000 warning letters, but issued only a pair of $200 fines last year to its customer base of over 4 million people. So we will have to wait to see if all of California begins to pay attention to the Ides of March warning. In a remote area of northwestern New Mexico, there is a national historical site called Chaco Canyon. From about 850 to 1250 AD, it was a sacred meeting place for thousands, but the cultural park and its environs are in danger. Oil and gas drillers are planning to frack close to the canyon, which is listed as a World Heritage Site by UNESCO and an endangered site by the National Trust for Historic Preservation. Last week, a suit was filed in Santa Fe against the Bureau of Land Management and the U.S. Department of the Interior, which have opened up the area to drilling. The suit was filed by Western Environmental Law Center and Wild Earth Guardians on behalf of various groups, including a Navajo environmental organization. According to Wild Earth Guardians, the BLM has approved more than 130 new fracking proposals within 20 miles of Chaco Canyon. But the agency acknowledges that it never analyzed how this development will impact public health and the environment and has no plans in place to protect the region's air, water, and communities. Last week, two discoveries were made that prompted the New York Times to declare, suddenly it seems water is everywhere in the solar system. First, scientists reported they found evidence for hydrothermal vents on a moon of Saturn. If confirmed, the moon known as Enceladus would be the only place other than Earth where chemical reactions between rock and heated water are known to occur and could make that moon a promising place to look for life. And it was also learned last week that there were signs of an ocean under ice on one of the largest moons of Jupiter, Ganymede. Scientists are already convinced that Europa, another Jupiter moon, has a large ocean covered by ice. The ocean on Ganymede could contain more water than all of Earth's surface water combined. Scientists think the ocean is about 60 miles thick, 10 times the depth of Earth's oceans. All the snow on the East Coast this winter might have left residents there with a bad taste in their mouths. 
Literally. Two New Jersey water companies sent out notices to customers last week, alerting them that road salt runoff had made its way into their water supply. While snow itself can be hazardous for drivers, snow melt that is contaminated with road salt and other pollutants, such as oil, threatens public health and the environment. There is a growing awareness about the damage road salt poses, not only to drinking water, but also to vegetation and wildlife. A recent USGS report found that in many of the streams tested for their study, concentrations had exceeded those that are harmful to aquatic life. That report and others indicate salts remain in groundwater for extended periods, well after the spreaders are gone for the season, and removing them is difficult and expensive. What to do about this mounting problem? Listen to our current story, The Hidden Cost of Road Salts, to hear what researchers are doing to keep us safe yet protect our water supplies. So finally this week, if road salts keep drivers safe by lowering the freezing point of water, slowing it from turning to ice, can seawater freeze? Our friends at NOAA explain that ocean water can freeze just like fresh water, but at lower temperatures. Fresh water freezes at 32 degrees, but seawater freezes at about 28.4. When seawater does freeze, the ice contains very little salt because only the water part freezes. It can actually be melted down to drink. We tell you this because last week, huge chunks of ice washed ashore along Cape Cod. Months of bitter cold created enormous sheets of ice in Massachusetts Bay that were then carried by currents to the Cape. Technically, these chunks aren't icebergs, which are defined as large pieces that break off glaciers. These are fragments deposited by the tides. As the tide goes out, they're left on the sand. When the tide returns, they move up the beach. An eerie phenomenon that had many flocking to the Cape last week to see the once-in-a-generation event. Others... Given the brutal winter that hit the region, probably flocked to Florida, hoping to never see the white stuff again. This Week in Water is a production of H2O Radio and is sponsored by Colorado WaterWise. Learn more at coloradowaterwise.org.